Hello and welcome to Arise and Shine Stories of Triumph podcast, hosted by Tanya Blackwood and Benicia Wyatt. We offer a platform for everyday heroes to share their incredible stories of victory over circumstance. Really, what is it on the inside of us that causes us to rise up and shine? On Stories of Triumph, we believe it's the God moments. So join us for some great conversation, another season of true stories with real people and real life issues. Sit back and enjoy another episode of Arise and Shine, Stories of Triumph. everybody we are back we are live here Benicia and I coming to you from a rise and shine this Saturday afternoon yes. hey Benicia hey Tanya excited about it um come on in the room y'all today is going to be amazing I'm so oh excited. yes <laughs> oh yes it's gonna be so good because we're bringing before you this morning. It's truly a blessing to us. She had time in her schedule because she is a very busy woman of God. She's got a lot on her plate, but she made a moment and a very special day she gave us too. And I'll let her tell you about that. But today we have Apostle Adrian Castle with us. She is a serial entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. She is, oh my goodness, I had to start there. Yeah. Because you're you're doing so much stuff. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Welcome. Hello, hello, ladies. Thank you so much for this opportunity to oh, be with you, you are, today. You are so welcome. <laughs> you I mean, I didn't even get to finish. Let's see. You have a woman's ministry that's so strong. Mm-hmm. You have been um working with this ministry of women for my goodness it goes back to 2009 yes yeah yes. And then, um you also have a jewelry line mm-hmm. right, no. that you work and a cosmetic line <laughs> yes is that right <laughs> that's absolutely correct yeah, yeah that's awesome um benicia did i leave anything out uh, she is an amazing woman of God, is what she is. Um, she is, um, from the first time I saw her, I knew that there was something different about her. She is a woman of excellence, a woman of order, and I absolutely love the way that she loves, especially women. It's amazing to watch. <laughs> You guys are phenomenal. Thank you so much. Are we just going to get into it? We're just going to have some conversation, right? Yes, we are definitely going to have some conversation. Oh. I think, you know, I was just inspired reading your bio, but 
I have to be truthful and honest and say, when I saw that we share the same foundational scripture, <laughs> I just couldn't wait. Yeah. I just <laughs> couldn't wait for us to chat because I know what it means to me. Mm. Right. Um, Isaiah 60 verse yeah. one. Um, I want to start there because okay. for me, I talk about that being the then, you know, my then walking through the things that I'd walked through and God was like, you better get up. Of course, the Bible says it, you know, you look at the King James, it doesn't say, girl, you better get up, but <laughs> you get the message. Right. And I think Absolutely. that's what my Lord was trying to tell me at that time in my life. Get mm -hmm. up, girl. Get up. You come from me. That's absolutely right. Well, actually, before that scripture became one of my life scriptures, I have two. One is Isaiah 63 and one. Um, just to share a little bit about the women's ministry, it was birthed out of a place of need. Um, mm -hmm. Back in 2008, my family and I suffered the first real trauma that we have had as a family where my mother was diagnosed with cancer. And, and during that time, I'm, I mean, I still work in the corporate world, but I was in the corporate world and I was in a role at the time that caused me to travel. Mm -hmm. So I was back and forth from Chicago to home. And I really had to learn to trust God during that time because I'm like, Lord, please don't let anything happen to my mom while I'm stuck in Chicago. And it was winter. And then I physically had um, a situation in my life where my body, went under major attack. And so right mm. at the end of my project, um, having worked with um, starting a whole new bank, I mean, it was just really a lot of stress. I mm. had to go through major surgery. Mm. And, um, and at that time, through that surgery, the dreams that my husband and I had of expanding our family, um, you know, ceased at that time. And so right. we made the decision that it was more important for me to have a good quality of life um, versus, you know, to continue that. Well, what we didn't know at the time that the Lord already had three little people that were coming <laughs> along <laughs> Lord. that was going to fill that void and some, mm. um, you know, but so as a woman, I began to, you know, feel like I had lost something because my husband and I do not share biological children together, but we do have two children. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so I had to go through that. And so I felt that, you know, there was a loss there. Mm -hmm. And then immediately after I barely got healed, my mom began to decline. And, mm -hmm. um, and so there were some things that I needed to talk with my mom about, because now I'm beginning to tell this part of my story. And um, so I'm free to share this. I've talked to my dad. Um, but I am adopted now. Mm. It, it, my mom is my biological mom, but my dad, and by all means, let me tell you in every way that matters, that's my dad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, he chose me and yeah. he adopted, when he married my mom, he adopted me. He changed my name and he gave me an identity. So wow. I am not without identity. However, yeah. biologically, now in my life, you know, there are things that I am looking for answers for. Mm -hmm. And because he loves me so much, he's partnering with me to get those answers. So all of this was working even from a child, because um, even though I looked in the mirror, 
And I saw myself, I wondered, well, who are you? You know, I see the resemblance mm. of my mom, but I didn't know the other part. And my brother, mm. I would tell him, I said, well, you know who you are. You know, when you look in the mirror, you see mom and dad. And so in the back of my mind growing up, you know, it was just there. You know, yes. it had nothing to do with my love for my dad, but it was just exactly. there. Mm-hmm. And so it became part of what God showed me recently is a shadow. It wasn't a thing of darkness, but it was a shadow. It was always lurking. And so even as I, you know, got married, um, started, you know, pulling women together, I started hearing similar stories. And so Beauty for Ashes came along after my mom died in November of 2008. And I didn't have sisters. I had friends, but I didn't have any sisters. And I didn't really know um, how to get beyond that because my mom was my girl. You know, she was my girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm sitting at my computer in January I, and I'm, you know, I'm going through this process and I felt really alone and fear tried to grip me because as much as my dad loved me all those years since I was six years old, the enemy tried to tell me that he was going to abandon me now that my mom was gone. Mm. Yeah. And so I sat yeah. at that computer and I said, you know what? I need something. Mm-hmm. And I began to search online and I found this group called Meetup and I had never heard of Meetup. I set this up and I put my story out there and mm-hmm. women started coming. Wow. And so after I that. did that, the enemy wow. kept trying to get me mm-hmm. to feel like I was an orphan. Mm-hmm. So I got the strength and the courage to go to my dad and, you know, I fell at his feet, which was the very thing I did when my mom passed. But I mm-hmm. fell at his feet with my head in his lap, tears crying. And I'm like, Dad, don't leave me. Now, I'm a 38-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Dad, don't leave me. And he's looking at me like, girl, what you talking about? Right. <laughs> you know? But he, he, he secured me in that, you know, he would never leave me. And it took me right back to what the Lord said at the service. Mm-hmm. And I Look sat there. I looked. I was looking at the the casket, you know, and everything. And and Holy Spirit said to me then, he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Right. He said, that's a promise. And then he said, and I will give you beauty for all of these ashes. Wow. And I held on to that. And so I looked the scripture up because at the time, I don't even think I knew the scripture, (laughs) but I looked the scripture up. And so when I was looking for a name for this group that I had, you know, on a whim, uh, mm-hmm. come up with. <laughs> he, so he began to, right, exactly. <laughs> he began to weave in purpose because at the time I was afraid of going into ministry. I always knew that it was in me and that God had called me, but I was afraid to say yes. And so he he utilized Beauty for Ashes as a social platform, and all of yeah. these women would come to my events every month. We sit at the table. And all I was doing was ministry. Mm. <laughs> ministry. And Look so, it kept, yeah, it kept growing because people were getting help. They were getting healed. Um, and I didn't even still want to admit that I was doing ministry. It took me a few years, um, you know, to decide. Yeah. Hey. And so after all of those years of doing that, um, I accepted my ministry. And then here we come. It's time to birth out you know, that next place 
And yeah. I'm like, okay, Lord, what's the foundation of scripture? I don't believe in building anything without a scripture. My business is mm -hmm. half scripture. That's right. You know, because with, without his foundation, anything yes. I build is going to fall. That's it. And so he gave me Isaiah 16 and 1. And he said, you stood in these ashes. You stood in the place that was tormenting you. Mm. And mm. you allowed me to break off everything that needed to be broken. Okay. And now you're standing in these ashes, but you can't mm -hmm. live it. You got to go beyond the ashes. Beyond. And I'm like, okay, so how do I do that? He said, arrive and shine. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He said, because my glory is already risen upon you. And yes. he called me daughter. You know, and so um, I took that scripture and launched my, um, my preaching ministry. Mm -hmm. And although... Um, you know, I don't really function in it a lot because then there was even more change, more elevation and things that he needed to teach me. Mm -hmm. I'm not a renegade. So I believe in, you know, submission and I believe yeah. in, you know, being trained and properly released. So, um, you know, I submitted myself to that process, which brings us to today. So I'm yeah. going to pause because I'm sure you guys have questions. <laughs> <laughs> I just love hearing how he... Um, the flow mm -hmm. of how he laid everything together for you, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so funny. We, we say, and even in our most innocent childlike way, we'll say, you know, I did this and I thought I was doing that. Mm -hmm. and, and then as we mature in our faith and understanding of him and go grow closer to him, we realize it wasn't us at all, you know? And yeah. I think your story's just, it's shot. That just comes out loud and clear. You know, mm -hmm. it was not. It was have been not. Each other. You were going to say something, right? But yes, um, what I was going to say is, you know, what a blessing to see God's hand on your life, because mm -hmm. there's people who have gone through trauma and they're stuck in trauma. Um, oh, but, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yes. I think this is such a story of triumph because the trauma came. Um, you had to learn how to navigate the pain. I mean, we've had conversations, um, even the podcast before the podcast, about how, um, you know, you were in a broken place, but yet and still you, you were able to hear God's voice. And so yeah. I think it's so important um, for people to recognize the relationship that we have with God is essential mm -hmm. because it's truly him that sketches yes. you out like one word, one mm -hmm. scripture mm -hmm. can change your whole entire your life. Whole life. So that's Thank what you, it Jesus. did for you. You know what I mean? In yes. the midst, how powerful is that? That in the midst of one of the hardest places in your life, you're at the funeral. Mm -hmm. Yet he speaks to you. He to speaks. me, that reminds me that he meets us everywhere we are the bible says if oh, we yeah. hell, which we're not gonna be but he right. you know would meet us there and to me mm -hmm. that just shows how how special you are how unique oh, yeah. you are um that that god knew in that moment it was essential to speak to you so you could have mm -hmm. something to hold on to as you said yeah. and then have the courage to step out and tell your story. That's why mm -hmm. I love this platform, right, Tanya? It's because yes. many people have never told their story, but mm -hmm. this platform allows mm -hmm. them 
to tell not only their story, but we say a God's story. So yeah, I it is his story. That, that's so amazing. His that story. God yeah. has, has been mm -hmm. in your life for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. I just think of his love even now where I am, um, only being affirmed uh, one year. It was actually a year in July and walking in the apostolic anointing mm -hmm. and the function. I mm -hmm. never knew that all of that was in me. I mean, mm. you know, <laughs> what what good was going to come out of our family? You know, if people were to look at us, I mean, we were country people, simple people, smart people, but um, we were hard workers. And um, on the outside, there was nothing real special about, you know, we, were, we just loved each other. But what we didn't realize is on the inside, God wanted to bring all of that out. So yes. I feel like I was one. I believe there's multiple in our family, but I was one of the Moseses in my family. And so I was just that kind of person. I spent a lot of time alone as a child because my brother and I were unique in the fact that we were both, we're 12 years apart. Mm -hmm. And so we both had our parents to ourselves. And so I felt like oh, a, yeah. yeah, felt like a, um, only child. And then when he came along, I wasn't thinking about, you know, no little people, you know, he was, he was definitely mama's baby. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, it gave me time, you know, to dream. And at that time, you know, maybe even fantasize about things. But what I didn't realize is that those were my spiritual giftings in their infant state. Right. Um, I was having dreams that I didn't understand from a small child. I was hearing things, seeing things, you know, all of those portals were open very early. Mm -hmm. But then as I began to grow up, they began to shut down um, because mm. people thought I was crazy, <laughs> you know? And so when you're telling them you're seeing things and they're like, oh, child, you're not seeing, you know, you know. And so those doors started to shut. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, dealing with my identity as a young person of being accepted i wow. had tons of love you guys but it, it was it's a mind thing it was what i was saying to myself nobody yeah. was saying it to me everybody was saying that i'm accepted and i'm loved but i wasn't mm -hmm. saying that to myself because i felt that i didn't know who i was mm -hmm. and um so now i'm actually in the process of having the dna um, test through ancestry done just Come to on, you know to find out. Yes, that's awesome. It, it is awesome, and it, it it took courage. I had the test for two years. Yeah, I was gonna say before scary. I got the courage to take it, yes. and I didn't want to do it without my dad's blessing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just so honored, and I just I honor him today um, yes. because he's been such a good father you know, to, to us. And, um, the fact that he understands that I need this just for answers, um, just shows me the kind of person God sent us, you oh, know, um, we that is so good people, but when you actually receive the blessing mm -hmm. of the Lord, yes. I mean, who, I mean, when I tell you, his stamp means actually, everything, his stamp, on it means it, everything. Everything. And it mm -hmm. takes me back to the passage of scripture in I think it's Luke 13, when the woman was bent over. It was 18 years this thing harassed me in the back of my mind. Mm 
you know, and no one knew it. I was smiling on the outside, you know, but I always felt like I didn't fit in, you know, no one mistreated me, but I still didn't know how to mesh. And so here recently, what the Lord said to me is, I'm going to remove you out the shadows. You know, you, you've got to fully emerge. Me mm-hmm. sitting on this platform is all God. Wow. Because in the times past, I felt like I didn't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. how can you not have anything to say the way I like to talk? Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's just, it's those things mm-hmm. that you, you really have to kill those thoughts that come to try to hold you hostage. You were talking about mm-hmm. being stuck in that that place of trauma. Yeah. I didn't understand that there is language for that. Arrested development. Mm. And I spent a lot of years in arrested development in that area. You can be free in so many other areas of your life, but then there's that one thing. That's there's right. that one place that still harasses you. Mm. And so I was like, you know what? It's time to put some light on that thing. Yeah. If that shadow's lurking, it can't stay if there's light. Yes. And so, so that's what we're doing right now as a family. We're and my brother, just for the kicks, he and his wife, they they took the DNA test. And I was just like, well, shoot, let's just make it a family affair. Everybody takes the DNA test. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow. but do it's it. been amazing. Yes, because mm-hmm. I feel like their love is so great that even in that, they wouldn't let me go it alone. I mean, come on. I am just so blessed, you know, to have yeah. that kind of love and then walking in the apostolic, you know, that's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know, you know, as it relates to women in ministry, that's a whole nother ball game, mm-hmm. you know, going through those things and, um, and then, you know, being an apostle, you know, you have to, you know, deal with a lot of opposition and things like that. So it's like, God, I'm, I'm a fighter. I've been fighting, seem like all my life. Um, mm-hmm. But he's showing me now how to fight effectively, right? Which <laughs> so mm-hmm. telling my story is one way that I fight because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't hide behind things anymore. Mm-hmm. I am fully embracing who God says I am, and if yeah. anybody, you know, got an issue, they have to go talk to him because mm-hmm. I don't that's have an so issue. That, yeah, that's <laughs> so powerful because that right there is going to break so many chains. Yes. Your story will release people that either knew or didn't know they needed to be released because Uh they see themselves in you, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why, that's one of the reasons why we love what we do so much. A lot of times, you know, there's the podcast before the podcast and then Benicia and I do a recap after the podcast and we, we can barely talk. Right. You know, we're still flowing in the spirit and just so blessed and humbled. That God has given us an opportunity to share mm-hmm. some amazing, amazing, amazing people. Mm-hmm. So, so here you go, finding yourself and finding yeah. Him, this and evolving. Yes, you're evolving, mm-hmm. and then you got mm-hmm. the nerve to say, "Well, let me let me set this up and put a name on it, and let me set this up." Oh, I know I'm doing those other two things, but you know what? Let me take a second and set this up. Oh, and I see me in you. So oh. I enjoy hearing all about that because, mm. you know, God, God gave me everything at one time and Whoa. scared me so bad. I put it in a notebook and put it away. 
Mm. You know, he said, this is then I rise. This is all the pieces to it. This Mm -hmm. is what I want you to do. Lord and mercy. Okay. I put the notebook away, right? Until Mm -hmm. he popped me upside the head. But talk to us about your journey and how it was given to you because you're a visionary leader. You are a visionary servant leader. That's a lot. That's a lot of it's a lot. Talk about well, that. Well, again, um, I, starting the ministry of Beyond the Ashes was my, well, really wasn't the first ministry. Um, I think I've been, I was functioning, um, you know, even as a child on the playground because my friends always told me, you were the mother. <laughs> I mothered my, you know, I think I mothered until I smothered them. Mm-hmm. And I only had two friends. <laughs> maybe three, four and a half that was able to, you know, continue with me. Um, So leadership has always been something that I just had, you know, I didn't even know how I didn't have language for it even at that time. So I love starting things. So back, I started thinking about this and I started um, remembering the different things that I did. I started a music company because I wanted to attract young people. Then I did that for a year. I know I didn't, none of that is all in there, but I, my husband and I had a music store for about a year in our local town called awesome. the Praise Connector. Wow. <laughs> we, wow. we wanted to attract young people and I, you know, cause I was, I'm all, I'm young in mind. Okay. I don't care what this body says, but I'm young. And, I, and so I, was, I love music. I love music. And, um, so we had this music company. So that was the first thing we did. Um, and then I've did I've done other multi-level marketing type things, you know, with home-based like shopping products. I was mm-hmm. actually a part of another jewelry line, you know. Um, then I've done my own thing. I decorate. I do events. So I created this company called Intimate Settings by B for A. So I spun off of my women's ministry, um, you know, bringing us to J. Lee's Cosmetics um, in yeah. 2009. Um, and that's because now the Lord wants me to establish legacy and mm. generational blessings. We talk a mm-hmm. lot about the generational curses and we yeah. can identify those. But I want blessings to be yes. left for my children to follow, um, setting paths of faith for them to see. Because I want them to remember, well, Nana had big faith. You know, Nana wasn't afraid. If God said it, she did it. Come on. Even if she started it small. Um, and it went from there to even um, now more accessories. And so it was mm. amazing how these businesses came about because at the time more accessories was birthed, I didn't think Jay Lee's was doing very well. It wasn't um, profitable at the time. And I'm like, God, how are you going to come me to another business when this one's failing? That makes no sense. And he says, because <laughs> my thoughts are not your thoughts. That's right. <laughs> he talks to yeah. me like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and so from that entrepreneurial side, um, the the passion in that is establishing legacy for my grandchildren mm-hmm. and that they have a choice mm-hmm. whether they can be the employer or the employee. Now, yes. they're not bound yes. to this. My yes. role is to set it up and make it available. Now, mm-hmm. I yes. let them choose because they have to make the decisions that's based on how God formed them. Now, I would love for both of them, you know, to take these businesses that I'm giving them and, you know, make them into corporations. 
That's my heart's desire. But we'll see, you know, because whatever mm -hmm. it turns out to be, I want them to be in God's purpose. And so then we yes. have the little one who's yet to come up. So there is yet another company. And I'm already tired thinking about <laughs> another company. Oh, girl, and I she, get it. I so get it. <laughs> she loves shoes because I'm like, okay, now I know I knew nothing about cosmetics. Literally, Holy Spirit taught me how to do this business. And I'm not a makeup artist at all. I'm a M-U-E. I'm a makeup enthusiast. I'm just a girl that likes to look mm. pretty, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I took all those passions, yeah, and put them together. So that's the business side. From ministry, oh boy, I had a um, worship team called Tahila Praise and Worship. Yeah, they probably think this girl just busy, busy. <laughs> but I, I had a work I'm, I'm saying, I'm so, we're so glad you put us on your schedule for today. Mm -hmm. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tahila Praise and Worship was a ministry that started back in 2002. And it was a small group of us. And I held worship ser services or gatherings at my home. And because worship from a ministry, that's how I got to know God. Mm -hmm. You know, mm. everybody have their experience. Mine was at his feet mm -hmm. in a very broken place and literally ready to give up mm -hmm. um, mm. at the point where I didn't want to live. It was that mm. crucial. Yeah. And so I, I was so overwhelmed mm -hmm. and I got in my car and I just began to drive because I had gone through something so traumatic and I was just broken. I mean, to the point I cried till I couldn't see. It was like there was literally rain coming down over my eyeballs. Yes. And, and I heard the voice of the enemy say, just press the gas and let go. Mm. And as soon as I heard that, I heard, no, mm. the voice of the Lord said, not today. Hallelujah. And mm. I pressed Hallelujah. I pressed the brake. And when I looked up, Hallelujah. I was at the stop sign. Jesus. Mm. I mean, literally at the stop mm -hmm. sign. Mm. And I remember that moment. And I said, Lord, I don't ever want to get to that place yeah. ever again. So how do I do that? And he said, Worship me, Paulie. Mm -hmm. mm, worship. Stay at my mm. feet, and no matter how bad it hurts, I'll heal you at my feet. Hallelujah. He said, "I will change your perspective at my feet. Mm. I'll help you see yes. the impossible possible at my feet." Yeah. And so it wasn't about singing. I mean, you know, I can go into all of that. But worship and is not sing. that at all. You know. <laughs> The, the she can song. do that too, Benita. Oh, yes, she can sing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. The, the oh, song is man. the tool. It's the tool. It's just like me picking up this pen. I can do nothing with this pen until I press it and write with it. The right. song is like the vehicle that gets me yes, into his presence. I believe that. The worship mm -hmm. is my lifestyle. It's my love. It's my, um, okay, I'm going into a whole other realm now. But it, it is, you know, my obedience to him. And mm. being willing to do what he says, regardless of what anybody else says. What is he yes. saying? What is God telling what is he saying? Yeah. So anyway, so it was worship that really caused me to fall in love with the Lord and caused me to fall in love with the scriptures. And then I fell in love with the word because there is a difference. Yes. I mean, you can know scripture mm. and don't know the word because Jesus is the word. 
That's right. And Ooh, so you can quote all another the podcast. You want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. But when you come to know the word of God, mm-hmm. there are just certain things you won't do. Right. And so that opened up me really starting to accept my call because he took me over to John 15 and he said, I chose you. You over here, I and mean, this is mm-hmm. how he talks to me. So I'm being very, very transparent. Mm-hmm. You over here trying to change yourself and right. being something that I didn't call you when mm-hmm. I already chose you to be this, this way. I Ooh. made you the way that I need you to be in the earth because what I sent you to do is going to take you being that way to accomplish it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so I stopped trying yeah. to change myself. Yeah. I allowed him to mature me and so in that maturing process things fall off because you know we do take on ways of the world as we're going through this process and they have to be burned off and you know broken off of us so though that thing that did happen but when it comes down to the core Mm -hmm. of who I am I love heart I believe God and I love heart and I believe his compassion sometimes get lost you know we we get in these positions and things and titles and we get so busy trying to accomplish the thing that right. we leave yeah. along along the way dead bodies people you That's crushed so mm-hmm. you know so and and hurt and didn't go back you know you do the the samaritan thing you see them wounded and you, you keep walking right but jesus he said to me the woman in the synagogue she came in and she had been oppressed for 18 years mm-hmm. my marriage went through turmoil for 18 years it was literally 18 years and then i heard his voice and so did this woman in the way. before jesus touched her mm-hmm. he first had compassion for her that's right and then he spoke to her mm-hmm. and then he touched her Hallelujah. and mm-hmm. i thought oh, okay god Woo. Mm-hmm. so that's what he did he he, he sent compassion mm-hmm. you know for me and my husband and we had somebody that wasn't afraid to speak to us, mm-hmm. you know, tell me when I was right and when I was wrong. And yes. the same thing to him. Yes. And then we realized that we wanted our lives to truly resemble mm-hmm. how Christ loved the church and in the mm-hmm. earth. And so we made yes. a commitment to each other that we were going to make it work. And I love him more today than I did when I said I do back in 1993 wow. and we're doing ministry together. Um, we are loving life together, but it, that's the journey. I mean, it's, it was everything tried to stop this place, mm-hmm. but it couldn't, it couldn't work. It didn't work. It work. Um, but we had to submit. We had to submit to the hand of God. And sometimes, you know, different surgeries take different times to heal. Now you might get a little scratch Ooh. and you know, that that'll heal pretty quick. But then there's, you know, intrusive wounds that, you know, it takes a little bit of time, you know, to heal from the inside out. And when we get to the, when we get to those types of things, everybody can't touch you. Mm. You know, nobody, nobody else in that synagogue was able to touch hmm. this woman but in her state. Yes. But yeah. Jesus touched her That's and Jesus right. yes, touched God. me. And when he touched me, I was able to raise up. I had held my head low for so long. I could mm-hmm. tell you what all the specks in my carpet because I was mm-hmm. that broken. Yeah. But the yeah. day he caused me to raise up, 
to arise. And I began to yes, shine. Ma'am. My countenance came up. My joy was restored. I wasn't yeah. afraid to love anymore. I wasn't afraid to be loved anymore. Mm-hmm. And all of the words that were spoken of damnation, he mm-hmm. destroyed them. Amen. Yes. And, and, he, and he just he just really had to restore my whole life. And so that's really the whole journey. You know, it's like broken up in different parts, but it's like he segmented those things off and corrected the wrong. He corrected my wrong thinking. He corrected my wrong speaking. And Mm -hmm. now he corrected my wrong being because for a whole long time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was on a path that wasn't designed for me. You know, I had to get back on the path that he designed and it's been a time of discovery. And, and that's what I, that's what I really affirmed. And I'll say this to anyone who's listening to me, you have seeds you come to the earth with. Mm -hmm. And a part of that, the watering of those seeds is in the discovery. Okay. Uh, You know, he sent some to plant, some to water, and he's going to bring the increase. That's true about our lives. There's different people along our path who are assigned to do certain things. And when your assignment is done, move out the way. Because he's got the next person coming with the next thing. And sometimes we we get so attached that we don't want to move. And I'd rather move in obedience than be moved. Right. Because he will move you. (laughs) Oh, yes, yeah. <laughs> because he, he's going to accomplish yeah. his mm-hmm. will. And so I had to learn that, you know, mm-hmm. I, and I'm still learning mm-hmm. that in other ways um, mm-hmm. to not get in God's way. That's not so even true. in my own life. That's so powerful. That's yeah. the mm-hmm. It's, it's That's so the powerful journey. because you said so much, you know, when you love hard, you tend mm-hmm. to be very loyal. You know, oh, yeah. God has shown me that you can't be more loyal to a people or person or a thing than you're mm-hmm. more loyal to me. And so oh, that's God. so powerful um, when mm-hmm. you really fall in love with him and you build relationship, yes. relationship mm-hmm. is trust. So even mm-hmm. though it doesn't make sense, even though you're telling me to let go, even though you're telling mm-hmm. me that my season <laughs> is up, mm-hmm. you have to trust. And we say this all the yes. time, Tanya. That God, you're yes, so we much do. smarter than me. You yes. in from the beginning and all yeah, of the say it. I've been there where I was trying to hold on to something mm-hmm. or someone because they had did this for me or that for me or this for me. And God said, you can't be obligated. You need to you're cut ties. And you're beautiful. Yes. But you can't yeah. be obligated or indebted to anyone but me. Because I have the plans. And like you yeah. said, it's not even just about you. It's mm-hmm. about you being in somebody else's spot. So you holding up, you know, other oh, That's good. That's so you. good. Yes. That's you know, get out of the way. Because you're out of place. Get out the, the way. The more I mature and the more I grow in Christ, I recognize it's truly not about me. So when mm-hmm. I don't want to and when I don't want to move and when, you know, all of these things, again, it's attached to somebody else's destiny, Mm -hmm. somebody else's promise. And so Mm -hmm. I have to be obedient for me in my life. And like you said, I also have to move so other people can get in the position. Yes. Um, And the other thing I wanted to just go back to is I think it's a really, really, really excellent point for people Mm -hmm. who have little children and Mm -hmm. just us as adults. 
at eight years mm -hmm. old, you were operating in giftings, but because mm -hmm. we didn't understand, right? The individuals around you who didn't yeah. understand, they couldn't cultivate that. Mm -hmm. But today, I think on this platform, it's so powerful for people to hear. We, we mm -hmm. need to pay attention when our mm -hmm. kids are speaking to exactly. us, when they're operating in a certain manner. You know, I know mm -hmm. um, one of my mentors and I, we pray all the time that our kids would walk in the perfect will and the destiny. But I recognize mm -hmm. that we have a responsibility too as parents. So as yeah. a parent, um, even as an aunt, Tanya, whatever the case may be, when you see those giftings, those bends, it's our job to help to cultivate that. Yeah. And so mm -hmm. I think that is so powerful for us to bring to the forefront that we need to yeah. pay attention to those things because if we can cultivate that at eight, what you, mm -hmm. what, what you think that, that person going to look at at 18? That's and right. And those of us who are just learning that because one thing that, um, that, um, uh, T.D. Jake said that's so powerful. It just reminded me of what you said. Life gives us all clues. Mm -hmm. and so oh, yeah. Everybody has giftings. Everybody has that's a right. calling. Everybody that's right. has a purpose. But yeah. we have to get in tune with the Lord in order for him to direct our steps. And mm -hmm. I love what you said about worship because I remember being in a dark place and I remember, I'm going to write this book one day, that worship saved my life. Yes. Literally. <laughs> literally. Yes. Literally. We we gonna hold up to that apostle. Okay. Yes. That. I, I wrote a note. I need that. I hold need that. To that. That worship saved my life. I remember yeah. it was a time when the doors opened. I had to be at the church. I was on the altar. When I was at home, I would come home from work and just lay out in his presence. You know, something we thinking about I'm hungry or the kids or no no no. I had to go and just get in his presence. And you you said something that was so powerful. We're looking for all these other things in life. You know, mm -hmm. we, want, we want things and we want people. But really what we don't recognize is it's Jesus at it's the Jesus. end of the day is yes. who we really it's need. Jesus. Because again, when I was in that place, he did the same thing for me. And I know he did the same thing for Tanya. Mm -hmm. As I worshiped, yes. he spoke. And as he yes, spoke, he I was changing. I literally yes. felt him pulling things from the inside out. Like Ow. you don't need Ooh, I'm so encouraged mm, yes. today because I feel like <laughs> God is bringing us back to that place. Mm -hmm. Back yes. to that place of, of worship. Back to that place of um, just really, really, really putting things in order. You know, yes. putting God truly first. And then, then allowing him to birth everything that you didn't even know that was inside you. Ooh, Tanya? Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is so good. It's so Ooh. good for so, so many reasons. I really feel like that. Well, there's the young lady that introduced us, Benicia, yeah. that has this saying that says, you need to retch around mm -hmm. and sit your butt down. <laughs> She said it all the time. And the first time she said, you know, I'm from New York. So I'm like, listen to this. I never heard it before. But I, I honestly believe that that's what God has done with whatever they want to call this, Corona, COVID-19, whatever it is. 
God said, I need you to sit your wretch around and sit your butt down. Right. <laughs> I need to spend some time with you. Time I need to, un mm -hmm. and you are off course. Mm. Yeah. And because you're off course, some of my other babies won't find me Ooh. because I have you assigned wow. to them. And since mm -hmm. you're not doing what you're supposed to be Come doing, on. my other babies oh. are going to be lost. That's so right. when the rapture comes, they're going to be left behind because you didn't do your job. Guess what? You're going to stay with them. So retch around Jesus. and sit your butt down and mm. listen to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come to you in song. I'm going to come yeah. to you in scripture. I'm going to come to you by that person at the traffic light that needs a bottle of water. I'm going to come to you any way I can. But you mm -hmm. need to sit down, cancel the noise, mm -hmm. and listen to me. That's so listen. good. Yeah. That's so good. And, and listen, you know Linda. Can I interject something right here? In yes. worship, there is a level of worship that's called the Selah. And mm -hmm. I don't see that um, mm -hmm. operating much in the the church service. If it gets oh. quiet, people think you got to be saying something. No, no, that's don't. a level of worship, Ooh. and this is when God begins to speak back. So there's a progression in worship. You we come it. in mm -hmm. with thanksgiving, and it's loud, and it's exuberant, and mm -hmm. and it's happy, and it's joyous. But as we come closer yeah. to the yeah. inner chamber, the mm -hmm. atmosphere changes. Come on, when yes. we get into the presence of God, there's yet another change in atmosphere. That's the shit. But there is a place that yes. we don't talk about, and that's the inner chamber of God. Oh, and mm. that's literally when your spirit connects with God's spirit. Mm. There is no flesh, mm -hmm. none whatsoever. It's spirit to spirit. And that's yes. when the true transformation began to, to happen. It's yeah. miraculous. Yeah. Yes. It's Lord. miraculous. And when you descend and you come from that place Jesus. back down into the natural, because literally when you get into that inner chamber, mm. it is truly like um, you're, you're out of this world. That's the only way I can really describe it. Yeah, you it's now a body experience. Yes, yes, you all sorts of time. Anything mm -hmm. in the natural, it, it just doesn't even matter. And when you come back into the natural, it could be hours, you know, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. um, you Jesus. it's quiet. That's when he speaks. We give mm -hmm. him glory, then let him speak back. Mm -hmm. You know, yes. I had to learn to get comfortable. <laughs> yeah. He said, today, I don't want you to say nothing. Just get in my presence and sit. Jesus. That's, That's yes. real. Don't say nothing. Yes. If that is a nugget. <laughs> for everyone to take away yes. because we live in a fast track, everything fast, 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 fast. And mm -hmm. I don't know how long you've been a believer, God will bring you back, Apostle Adrian, to those basics. We talking yes, about he will. Yes. 101, shut up. And so he talked about a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Honey, like, we, I felt like we, we, we was double dutching. Like, he like, we going be able to say something. Because you get in the posture of, you know, like he said, I praise and I thank. And then, you know, you're praying for this person and that. And God, I have this and I have this need. And boom, okay, I'm up and I'm ready to go to work or whatever. And he's like, well, well, where, where the instruction or the direction going to come from? Uh -huh. If you're not still enough to be mm -hmm. quiet. And you know what's yeah. so powerful about that 
is most people don't even recognize that they don't know how to be still because we've wow. never, I won't say never, but a lot of us have never been challenged in that mm -hmm. space to like mm -hmm. be quiet, you know? Um, I remember going, going through counseling and they would say, you know, just quiet your mind. I was like, what? And how can I do that? Like, you know, your mind is just running, running, running. Do you not know that when I lay in the bed, there's a movie going on the ceiling? Do you not know? 10,000 things to do, 10,000 things to accomplish. But when you begin to grow in God and you do mm -hmm. find that, that, that Selah, like you said, like just pause and it'll come, oh, you know, the geez. Lord will begin to teach you to yes. do that in moments. So it just won't mm -hmm. even be in your quiet devotional time. It'll be in life. And yes. that pause Woo. can save your life because in that pause, you're not making a, a rash decision. You know, I think in the pause comes wisdom and all of those things because you, mm -hmm. you, 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 you allow the Lord to speak. So the pause has saved my life. That saved Yes, we've been talking about that, Chris Anisha, the power of the pause. Come on. The just power of the pause. Come you on. That last week. You know, yes, just you gotta pause. Just, Don't say that. You have because to. we know words is powerful. Some people right. not pause. I've been one of those people in the past, and you say something, and it takes how long to restore that relationship? And so mm -hmm. um, it's so powerful uh, that we as a people get back to true, authentic worship. Like yes. you said, we don't yes. have to be loud. And 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 you said something that made me feel so good is because I recognize that, you know, I would be fasting and y'all know I listen, I can talk. I was born to do this for real. Like literally. <laughs> it was a heavy report card I yes. ever had in life. She's great. Both of us got in trouble for much. talk too much. <laughs> talk too much. But what I want to say is why this is so amazing, I'm sure not only to me, but to so many other people, is when God really starts dealing with me, I get quiet. And I never mm -hmm. understood it. You mm -hmm. get quiet. You're fasting. Mm -hmm. You're praying. It's almost like, like I don't have a, a lot to talk about because I think it goes back to your point. You're becoming one with God. So yeah. all of this that's going on around me becomes um, very minute. It's not, it's not important. And so I think um, what you said is so powerful right now for the, the, the kingdom of God, even where we are in church, mm -hmm. Paul. Mm -hmm. So we can yes, get instructions. Listen, so listen, church, Linda. Yes, exactly. Linda. Just yes. listen for a minute, Linda, Linda. Linda. Linda, Linda, <laughs> listen. <laughs> and that's our father, right? Up there doing that. You know, he's like, Tanya, 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 I need you to listen to me. Right. You know, mm -hmm. sit your butt down and it, and have a circle of people around you like an apostle and a Benicia mm -hmm. and, and, and some of our uh, regular attendees and the new ones too, like Lady Leoline. Yes. who's uh, yes. a powerful woman leader uh, in the, in the sure ministry. Is. You know, to mm -hmm. have a circle of people around you that know if you're quiet, they're not saying, oh, what's the matter? Exactly. You know, exactly. they know, funny. yeah, what's going on with you? Uh, you yeah. know, they know something is going on with you. They know what's going on with you. So you don't mm -hmm. get the crazy questions. But right. we have to seek it out first. Yeah. And 
what I wanted to ask you with the powerful lessons that you've learned about um, and understanding that the worship is your key to the door for you opens that door. And I, I, I share that with you because it just takes me away mm. when I worship and I start mm -hmm. there. Um, how do you balance everything? Because mm. I know he's a part of that. Mm -hmm. And you've been so transparent in sharing mm -hmm. the, the bumps and the victories. You failed mm -hmm. at a few things mm -hmm. and, and you dust yourself off, including some things in your marriage. You've been very yeah. transparent with that. Mm -hmm. um, how do you keep going and how do you balance it all? That's a great question. Well, I'm a late nighter. Um, okay. <laughs> and so when the, when the house is quiet, um, that's, when, that's my time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of personal midnight worship. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's because the midnight hour is a supernatural moment. Mm -hmm. And what mm -hmm. the Lord shared to, showed me this, he said, at midnight, it is that one 60 second span of time. You're not mm -hmm. in the day before or the day to come. You're in a supernatural moment. That's why we sing songs wow. like late in the midnight hour, things are going to turn around because those 60 seconds is so supernatural. So yeah. a lot of times when I find myself in worship at, the, at midnight, if my body is hurting, if anything's happening, things shift at midnight. Wow. And so because it propels you into the to the day, it propels you into the morning. That's why weeping mm -hmm. may endure for a night. But then at midnight, things shift and the yeah. joy mm -hmm. shows up in the morning. Come on. The joy is not about the daylight. It's the timing. Mm -hmm. And so when I discover that, that's one of the things that keep me going. So um, I don't do a lot of sleeping. I do know that I need to sleep probably a little bit more but mm -hmm. it is when in those times where i need adjusting i'm up worshiping at midnight and then i'll go to bed mm -hmm. and then i'll wake up like i didn't have eight or nine hours of sleep <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and so and i'm learning to um do a better job of um mapping out my day not being rigid but having a plan you know just not handling things willy-nilly you know god is important so he gets that time at night um, or early morning, I do a thing called morning melodies. And sometimes I'll post whatever song that's ministering to me. Um, wisdom for me is getting a psalm, a proverb, and a song to start my day. And it's songs that are full of the word. Because these songs, music attach themselves, the notes attach themselves to your spirit. So if you are singing a song that's full of the word all day, I mean, you're being, so yeah. you're being built up. You're being built up. And then at any given yeah. time of the day, you know, I do use my prayer language mm -hmm. because I know that it builds me up, you know, yes. on my most holy faith. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I don't do very well all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I've been told I've been imbalanced, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, so I, it's just a process I continue to work on, you know. Um, but I do have a lot that need to be done but I make sure that my family gets the attention that they need because I will not save the world and leave my my family destitute. That's right. Ooh, that's something Amen. right there. Awesome. There's so many, yes, there's so many homes hurting or homes of ministry leaders, mm -hmm. homes hurting. 
you know, and because of that imbalance. So, you know, they are impeccable in the sanctuary and can quote everything, but their home is a mess. So I'm glad that you say that because it's so important. And every leader um, that I've listened to, world-renowned, has always said that, you know, that that's that's the first stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And I yeah, love the therapy. little um the little inserts that you do sometimes on Beauty for mm-hmm. Ashes. A matter of fact, you just did one not too long ago called Go Get Your Blessing. Girl. <laughs> go get go get it. Go get yes. your blessing. And what really okay. stuck out to me, and Tanya, you and I, we touched on this a little bit on the podcast before the podcast. Can we talk about the importance of not being focused on, you know, the size of your business and how mm-hmm. many individuals are um, you know, purchasing from you or how many people are on your yeah. live feed, but how important mm-hmm. motive is, and I know we talked a little bit about Zachariah four and ten. Can mm-hmm. you just encourage the individuals that may be just starting out or it's not working the way that they think they should, mm-hmm. how you were able and still able to navigate these these seasons? Sure. Well, the Lord enjoys seeing the work begin. And I remind myself of that. So any, anything, when a baby comes into the world, it doesn't come in running marathons. So anything has to grow. You have to give yourself time to mature. So I started a business in February. I think I may have had two or three people on my live. Even now, my live may be considered small compared to other um, senior uh, consultants. But I'm consistent because one thing my apostle says, if God told you to be there, you be mm. there. It doesn't matter who else shows up. You so be good. there. And so those words stuck with me. You know, she gives us a little wisdom, you know, not little, but she gives us wisdom. And so that's one of the things that I, I take with me and I teach it to my team. Um, if you're there then the and God is there, the most important people are there. And so okay. you just got to keep going. Now, I will say that I forgot that one time. And with Jay Lee's, I let it, I let it go because I had worked so hard. But guess what? I did that because I was working in my flesh and I wasn't stopping Mm. to say, okay, God, what is, what am I supposed to do? The moment I stopped and asked him what to do, he told me exactly what to do. Now I got two booming businesses, but I did not despise the day of small beginnings. Mm -hmm. I might only have 20 customers a year. I don't care. I'm going to show up the next year because I know that the more I keep showing up, God is going to bless that. And I begin to look to yeah. him instead of to people. That's so good. Okay? Because a lot of times we're selling, we're offering a product, but we're selling ourselves. We're marketing yes. ourselves. And so in that, I take the opportunity to put God on display. Mm-hmm. And that's literally, that's the only formula I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Submit what you are doing to him and he will cause it to be a success. That's so, That's so powerful. Good. So good. So good. It's all about motive, right? And mm-hmm. so yeah. I can relate to that. I know Tanya can relate to that. I remember I used to do a Bible study, right? And for the most Ooh. part, it was very um uh, individuals came on a regular basis. We'd be 10 mm-hmm. strong, you know, 12 strong, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, during uh one of the weeks that I was having Bible study, it was like one person, you know, everybody, I'm out of town, I'm this, I'm that. So I took it upon myself 
to say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna reschedule. And do you know the Lord mm. spanked me that night? He said, Don't you ever spank him. Don't you spank him. He said, Don't you ever cancel Bible study. Because that one person, it's not about numbers. And I wasn't necessarily mm -hmm. thinking even like, oh my God, the numbers. That's I was right. thinking, you know what? So many people have said that they're not coming, but that is one of the moments where, again, I recognize that it's not about me. That one yes. person could have been something that you yes. were able, you know, of course, coming from God, that I wanted to get to them. And because mm -hmm. you took it upon yourself, you didn't ask me. Now, I would have been different if I would have been like, Lord, you know, is it okay? No, I just took it upon myself. And in yep. that moment, yeah. it was a huge, huge, huge lesson in ministry. And yeah. I used to tell them all the time, if you come, that's great, but I have to be here. You understand? That's right. This is my yeah. assignment. This is my yeah. calling. You can yeah. It's optional yeah. for you. But it's not optional for me. It's not so optional. What I'm That's seeing right. that is that God doesn't test That's us, right. but sometimes he tests us. Well, if you can't be a good steward over these five oh. people, oh, why do come you on. think I'm going to give you 50? If you can't be a good steward over this <laughs> lie with two people, why uh -huh. do you want me to bless you to be on a stage? It's all about your That's motive. Right. And what are you really committed to? If you're committed to God, then the numbers, mm -hmm. they will fluctuate. They may come mm -hmm. in, the finances, whatever. But the Bible mm -hmm. says if you stay committed to him, if you mm -hmm. do what, if you're willing and obedient, it says you got to eat the good of the land. You, you got to eat it. The word is to. the word. Yeah. It's yes mm -hmm. and amen. And so I yes, just want to encourage, you know, anybody who's out there, just stay committed to whatever stay God stay has called you to do. Because people's lives literally are depending on us all showing up. All yep. Us. Yes. Mm -hmm. It really is. And uh Apostle, do you have because I'll I'll share a story myself of the just a testament to what Benicia just said, because just recently I lost power in my home, lost the internet, everything. And I and it just happened to happen like right before my scheduled live that I do every week. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you get in your space, right? So I was in yeah. this space. I'm like, well, you know, I'm trying to fix it. It's not working out. You know, so I call my sister because, you know, she can understand what I'm going through. And, you know, we could just chat about it. So, you know, you 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 have to have strong women in, around you. That's you right. have to, yes, the neck is popping, rightfully so, because yeah. guess what I heard back from her when I, mm -hmm. oh, well, you, um, you need to go to your neighbor's house. <laughs> you need, because people, because she, and through my own ministry back at, people is waiting on you. Yeah, you know, wow, it might just be one person, but they're waiting for this life empowered tip. Where you need to be there, that's right. So oh, I was late, but I showed up. That's it, because wow. that's awesome. of the pressing of your inner circle. You know, are, are you blessed? And I know you're gonna say yes, but yeah, talk right. about those powerful, stronghold, accountability women mm -hmm. that you have in your life and what they mean to you. Woo, my tribe, my tribe, my bosses. <laughs> Listen, I, mm. let me give a shout out. First of all, let me take this quick moment to, to honor 
my leader, Apostle G. Marie Carroll, who is very instrumental in um, mm. some of these businesses that I am walking in now. And, and then the women that have come along beside me to do this mm -hmm. life together in business, it, they are phenomenal. Um, right now, I'm leading a team of 20, and we do have two males on the team right now, but they keep me grounded. Um, just last yes. month, we were trying to promote. And I was going through um, this moment of like uncertainty. And one of the young ladies called me that morning and she said, God told me to call you and pray for you. And she began to pray for me. And my God, I felt life like none other rise up in me. Yes, and God Lord. began to show me her beyond the jewelry. And so what he's done in this business is actually put me right in the middle of my ministry. And so I'm looking at people I'm modeling him before people. And so they are like my Aaron and hers. They keep my arms lifted when um, mm. they're there and yeah. they hold me accountable. If I say I'm doing something, if, <laughs> if I say training is on Tuesday, I better show up. OK, if yes. I can't show up for any real reason, I, we communicate. So I love I love that yes. fact. Now, ministry. I have um, a team of 13 ladies that are a part of Beyond, I mean, Beauty for Ashes. And um, Beyond the Ashes is just me and my husband right now. And of course, you know, our covering Apostle G. Marie, Carol. But um, there's 13 women. They have walked with me. And some of them have been with me the whole way. And literally, mm. they have checked me. Woo. <laughs> they, have, <laughs> they have loved me. They have wiped my tears. We've celebrated, yes. we've gone through so many things. And last, lastly, um, my ace, my ace, Boon Coon, her name was Adrian Mackey. Adrian is in the heavens with Jesus right now. She left us unexpectedly, but she was my right hand with Beauty for Ashes. And literally, she was the brain behind the mechanism. I was the face, but I could literally call my sister at any given time. And, and I'm like, okay, I want to do this. Okay. She had, she had it all laid out and I, I, I honor her today. I honor her memory today because without her pushing me and telling me, girl, I don't know what you're thinking. We put this on the calendar and it's going to happen. I mean, she talked to me like, <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. You, you just a year older than me. You know, we had, but we were two peas in a pod. And she never let me cancel. In mm, yeah. 11 years, I could not cancel. And there were times it was just me. She couldn't even make it, but she wouldn't let me cancel. <laughs> <laughs> so that love still remains. And God has so graciously sent like-minded people mm -hmm. to my life. Yes. And so he's re restructuring a lot of things right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm just open to whatever he's doing. So, so I thank him for the tribe that he has placed around me in my church, in my ministries, and definitely in my business. Well, we thank you. You have become a member of our tribe. Yes. Uh, I, I count it <laughs> blessed to, to even know you. I, oh. Likewise. Yes, just what you're doing is so powerful. And I, I know the women that you've touched are better for it. And I'm so excited that you chose to join us on this special Thank day. You, it's a very you. 
special day for you. I would love for you to share what makes today so very special to you. Absolutely. Well, today, August 15th, would have been my mom's birthday. And in our household, my mom's birthday was the national holiday. It was just like Christmas, <laughs> New Year's, you know, everybody had to stop what they were doing. But I took pleasure in spoiling my mom. And I am actually wearing this color. Everything I do is symbolic. I don't know. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But um, my mom always wanted a white suit. And <laughs> I bought her an ivory color suit. And <laughs> she's like, um, did you misunderstand somewhere? Like white? <laughs> I said white. And I'm like, mom, this is white. You know, we're dark complected. You don't want to be in all that bright white. She kept on. I asked for a white suit, Michelle. Because my family calls me Michelle. I asked for a white suit, Michelle. And so it took me a couple of years. But I finally got it. And I, don't, I, I really didn't know why I didn't want to buy that suit. But um, when I bought the suit, she wasn't able to really wear it because at that time she um, was sick. But um, we dressed her in it, you know, for her homegoing. So she she did get to wear it, I think, one time before. But we dressed her in it. Um, But nonetheless, she's she was a phenomenal woman. My mother was um, a writer. And some of the things that Mm -hmm. I'm walking in now, um, she didn't fulfill. So those mantles passed on to me. Yes. So, yes. Um, you know, yes. I, I, I thank God for fulfilling the purpose. I still have a book to put out, have music to put out. My apostles, you All know, right. pushing me <laughs> to do some other Come things on. in addition. Because I still have my own walk, even though I have these other mantles that I need to fulfill. So that's why today is special, because I'm just thinking about all of the beauty that she instilled in me that really caused all of this to happen. So rest, rest in love, mom. Yeah. <laughs> she would be yes. so proud. Not surprised, though. I don't think. No, so she proud, wouldn't be though, um, Of the woman that you have become and the woman that you are and the woman that you are becoming because we're always evolving. Um, yes, so, ma'am. Um, what a amazing, amazing, amazing moment to be able to even share with you um, yeah. so that we get to not only celebrate you, but your mother's memory, because without her, yeah. there was no you, you know, That's so right. yeah. there could be no you. So um, it's just a, a, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity, um, even to show legacy, like you talked about, yes. you mm-hmm. legacy. Um, yes. that your mom left and so it's amazing mm-hmm. and exactly. now you get to pass that down um, and what right. I yes ma'am is not only do we get to pass that down to our children but we get to help change other women's lives so mm-hmm. that legacy as yes. well so we thank you so much for thank you for having me you know so oh yeah <laughs> Um, bringing us all the tea today, you know. So yeah, the tea, <laughs> the tea. It. It's been amazing. Thank you. Now I have I have put in the feed all the links that you shared with me. Okay. So that folks can find you. Um, yeah. So please look out for her. Please okay. follow her on Facebook, and be sure to take advantage of whatever she shares. Um, because the book is coming mm-hmm. yes lord jesus the book is coming Music is and coming. we will be hearing her voice you getting away with it today because mm-hmm. you know but next time i want to hear some bars yes, oh we gonna shine in glory with your voice singing glory. Take, take us out 
<laughs> but um, please support Apostle Adrian. Yeah. Um, I wish you many blessings. We both do. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank you Thank so, you so very much. much for coming. <laughs> we appreciate you. All right. Take care and thanks again. All right. Bye. Venetia. Oh, this has been awesome, huh? I mean, I'm full all over. Again. I know it. You know, all over again. She is a phenomenal woman of God. And, you know, we just wanted to take a moment, Venetia and I, to talk to you guys about um, get in contact with us. You, you know, by now, you know to go to Arise and Shine. Send us a message. Mm -hmm. Let us know if you know of another triumph story. That's it right. could be you. Mm -hmm. it, and and they don't honestly they don't have to be a leader in that respect they can be but some of the most amazing stories are people in the cube well before covid in the cube right next to you at work or right. you know somebody that you just know in passing that god has done a mighty thing in their life mm -hmm. and you feel like and you know that it would inspire many we i mean we want to hear from you yes. so reach out to us individually Mm -hmm. um, send us a messenger or something and, and we'll get you the form to, to them. And so they can, um, join us one of these days on the show and share their story. Yes. And don't forget to like and share. Um, if you've been blessed, just pass it on to someone else. We never know who's going through what, um, in one word from some, one of our guests could, you know, change their lives. And so that's what we're about. This platform is all about um, being triumph, triumphant and arising and shining. And we can't yes. do that. We keep it all to ourselves. We have to share. And so we, yes. say we appreciate you every week for showing up. We would, we do not take that for granted and we wouldn't be the same without you. So keep showing up and we promise we'll keep showing up. Right, Tanya? Yes. Oh, we'll be here. Yes. And we'll be rising together. We yes. always rise together. Together. That's what we do. We we rise together. So we love you guys. We and you. we will see you next week. Bye. So just keep your eye on the feed. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. Bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us for another great episode of Arise and Shine Stories of Triumph podcast show. We hope you enjoyed our guests. We know that we did. And if you're at all interested in being a guest on Arise and Shine, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can contact us at info at ariseandshine.live. That's info at ariseandshine.live. And be sure to subscribe to the live shows on our YouTube channel. And you'll find that at www.ariseandshine.live. Again, Benicia and I couldn't be more blessed than to bring you these stories of triumph and God moments 
whenever we can. We look forward to sharing them with you again. Take care and God bless you. Hide your light from no one.